Hello and welcome to another episode of Sounds Like Comics, the podcast devoted to all things comic books in movies and TV. I'm Luke. And I'm Jay. Welcome to the podcast. Today's topic, the 1994 superhero comedy film, Blank Man. The film stars Damon Waynes and David Alan Greer. This is your warning. We will be talking spoilers. Yeah, this is like textbook nineties uh, comic book movie for me. It really is, of- and it's it's one along with the Meteor Man, which was a personal favorite of mine growing up. It's one that's just always been out there. That you know, it would be on TV. It's an original character like made for this film so it's not a comic adaption but you're right it is it's very very 90s yeah and um i was a big fan of damon waynes at the time anyway uh from major pain to uh i think he'd already done that steven seagal movie by at this point no, you're Man? thinking. Oh, no, that was Kevin Ivory Wayne's. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot of them. There's bulletproof, <laughs> a bit... did bulletproof come out before this or after this? I but would he say was, he was someone else. Bulletproof was '95, but with with the duo mentioned, we've got Damon Wayne's and David Alan Greer. They were both doing In Living Color, so they had that sketch yeah. show on TV, and then films on the back of that. Um, but yeah, I guess this was them wanting to put the chemistry that they had on TV, on film. Yeah. Um, and also heavily inspired by uh, Adam West, Batman. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, I mean, this, yeah, heavily. Like, But it's, it's paying a loving homage to Batman 66, which is something that I do like about it. Like the characters are fans of that show. The movie itself with some of the fight scenes, the sound effects, incorporate elements from the show. But it it was always, for me, taken as like as a positive thing. So this is looking to Batman 66. I mentioned the Meteor Man before. That was Superman. So it's like yeah. in the early to mid-90s, we had the Meteor Man, we had Blank Man. And if you look online, there's so much fan art for these characters. And often putting the characters together, which is pretty cool. But this is a movie that is available to rent here in Australia. I managed to find a copy on DVD. Can't say the same thing about Meteor Man. He isn't streaming or available to rent here in Australia, which is disappointing because I've always liked that film. Yeah, this is available. I think it's available through YouTube. It's available on Amazon Prime to rent, and I rented it off Apple TV. Um, yeah, it's easily uh, easily able to be tracked down. But yeah, as I said, Medial Man, nothing. Um, but this is... Uh, it's not a big cast on this one. It's uh, fairly straightforward. Uh, you have... Damon Wayne's playing the title character of Daryl Walker, the blank man, uh, or brother man, as he uh, <laughs> had initially tried to uh, name himself. Uh, David Allen Greer is his brother, Kevin Walker, other guy. <laughs> <laughs> and Robin Givens, Kim Lee Jones. Uh, you've got John Polito coming in as Michael, the suit, Manelli. 
which it sounds like a Batman villain. I'm not gonna lie, it's a it's well picked name. A lot of it, a uh, lot of it does. I mean, even like where they live has a Gotham City feel to it. But again, that's that's what I like. That's what I like about it. There's there's a charm to this movie, but it is like very much buried in the 90s. You know, later in the 90s, was it about 97, we got Steel with Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. Just a year later after Steel, we got Where's the Snipes in Blade, and that obviously kick-started a whole thing for Marvel. But this movie has a charm to it. But back in the day, it did receive negative reviews from critics and was a box office disappointment. It holds a 12% Rotten Tomatoes rating. Very yeah. low. Very, very um, low. On a budget of 30 million, box office, seven. Oof. Oof. I'm actually shocked that this spent $30 million in the 90s, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe it was the cast. I mean, I don't know how yeah. much Damon Wayne's got for, for this movie. It was, it, I mean, yeah, I, I'd say it's fair saying he was a big thing in the 90s. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, they'll in living color was like huge at the time uh the director mike bender who is better known for writing than directing he's actually written like quite a number of like substantial projects um he wrote and directed the adam sandler serious film rain over me um but yeah he's uh he's got a great back catalogue of things as a writer and as an actor but yeah yeah but he uh, often has small roles in the things that he he directs but i mean you're right i mean rain over me with sandler this is not a happy madison film i believe it's not but that's a more serious like dramedy upside of anger starring joan allen kevin costner he did man about town with ben affleck and most of these movies were shown at film festivals and and he also directed Blank Man. It's, yeah. it's very different to to all those other things. I mean, he's actually in this movie. He's the psychologist, which Daryl comes to see. Dr. Victor Norris is actually, yeah, I'll say the director. So there yeah. we go. So he, he was in, in this film. Yeah, and uh, the guy does the music as well, Miles Goodman. Uh, did that composed Little Shop of Horrors, La Bamba. He's another one who had like like some notable films on his on his uh catalogue, on his uh film biography. But and the, yeah, so I they I, they've definitely you can see where they've spent the money. Also the sets are probably uh more elaborate. I think I don't you know this is back practical effect days where and those sets with all the trash is like blank station or blank cave whatever he calls it uh full of moving mechanical stuff and all all lit or actually in camera like i can see where it would have been expensive um but 30 million like that was yeah i mean i'm like seeing... fairly high budget at the time yeah i'm seeing it as well like it was written by jf lawton along with waynes he was one of the writers on the film yeah Lawton, jump to reel off some of his screen credits, as well yeah. as Blank Man, Pretty Woman, <laughs> <laughs> Under Siege, Under Siege 2, Dark Territory, Chain Reaction. Oh, yeah. he did the Dead or Alive movie. 
Remember that one with uh, um, yeah. oh, what was she called? For Holly, Holly, oh, Holly Valance. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> From Neighbours. Yeah, and he also um, was behind the TV series VIP with Palmer Anderson. So wow, he's um, he's got a varied career. Yeah, yeah, but you know, clearly a VIP though. I remember that running for years, or maybe that's just it was always running on late night television here in Australia. Yeah, um, I I used to see that quite a lot. Um, apparently, originally, uh, Lawson had written this script as Fartman for Howard Stern. When negotiations fell through, Lawton reworked the script with Damon Wayans and it became Blank Man. So it started off as a very different thing. So we've got the character Daryl when he's not Blank Man, very nerdy. You know, it's Damon yep. Wayans turned all the way up to 11. He's got the broken yeah. spectacles and one of the arms and the, the glasses have been repla- uh, replaced with a fork. Yeah. He's good at repairing things. And yeah, the voice, man. I I, I don't know. Like, it seems to be his go to a lot. Like, and I watched this for the first time in a while. And then, oh, it was one of the streaming services. I'm like, oh, Major Pain. I've not seen that in a very long time. And he's doing a similar voice there as well. It's like it just seems to be like a go-to thing for Damon Wayne to do that particular voice. And whether it's going back to In Living Colour and he had certain characters that people liked on that and he was trying to put a bit of those characters into what he was doing in his films. Yeah. Or, hmm. Yeah, and it's it's very high-pitched. It is. Incredibly nasally. Um, And... Like, there's nothing subtle about any of the characters in this film. His brother Kevin is uh, somewhat of a ladies' man. Um, like, to a degree these days, I'm not sure that you'd have a good guy character be so overtly sexual as he is. Um, not in, like, a he's not, like, ha- hanging out with his shirt off and, like, like, that sort of stuff. But his relentless hitting on Kimberly is like that's like those are like workplace like uh you know hr would have something to say about that in this day and age it, it yeah. actually was very noticeable like in terms of things that aged i'm like oh it's, it's very much you would go there without that it's very much a product of its time it was yeah interesting that the character was actually good at martial arts like he could actually yeah. handle himself in a fight which did come in handy. He was probably more capable as Kevin than he was as other guy <laughs> when he had yeah. the costume and the and the, and the gadgets. Oh, do you know, yeah. there's actually a connection between this film and a recent review that we did, Last Action Hero. You know, they have the bit towards the end of the movie when you've got actors playing themselves or versions of themselves, having like quick cameos. Yeah. Right? So in that film... Damon Waynes is actually wearing a blank man hat at the premiere of Jack Slater 4. Oh, wow. And I've gone back and looked at the screenshot. He is. Yeah. (laughs) It's a black cap with red letters in its spells. Blank man. So there you go. A connection. Maybe it was subliminal. Maybe when I was watching Last Action Hero, I thought it was my idea for us to review blank man. But I think that film planted the seed. Yeah, incepted. Yeah, that's it. But together, they they play off each other well. Again, going back to In Living Colour, so you can see why you would get 
uh, get these guys together. I mean, previously they were both in, I'm going to get you sucker in uh, 1988. And then two years later in living color, um, Wayne's had my wife and kids in 2001. It's a show that I used to watch and, and enjoy. So it's that thing, isn't it? Going through late eighties, nineties and the noughties, like Damon Wayne's was absolutely everywhere. Yeah. Um, and I remember like, you know, the Wayne's family is quite large. They had, they had the Wayne's show, like stick it comedy show, uh, in the mid nineties, but Damon and, uh, Ken and Ivory were, were probably even more prolific as producers than they were as actors and directors. Like they put a scary movie they put together with the scary movie franchise before they sold it for like a, a good chunk of change. Yeah, so Marlon um, and Sean Waynes, and I think they had that that Waynes Brothers show. Oh, there's so many of them. Yeah. <laughs> there is so yeah, many. And then now to the South Central while you're drinking yeah. your juice in the hood, a very long title for a movie, but well remembered. They were, yeah, but they were yeah they were pumping out stuff like crazy through the nineties. Like but now though, you've got Damon Wayne's Jr. He was in yep. New Guy. Yep. No, New Girl. New Girl. He was, yep. in, he was in. He was, was coach. In, yeah, I was getting mixed up with um, the New Guy with EJ Quails. That's a completely different thing from the <laughs> noughties. But yeah, yeah, New Girl. He was in that. He's also in this. He plays young Kevin. Yeah, in this movie, yeah. which I thought was pretty cool. And I think he might even have a, a new film coming out with his dad. I think both of them in it together. A film or. TV show. I'm sure they're working on on something together. Yeah. Um, Robin Givens, who plays Kimberly Jones, she's another one of those actresses at the time. I just seem to be in like a bunch of stuff I watched. Uh, I can't pick exactly off the top of my head where I've seen her, but she's definitely one of those faces that's familiar. Um, Jason Alexander's in this as the despicable hard edition like editor mr stone yeah man is he enjoying himself he's really enjoying <laughs> that scenery i mean i don't know if you say that's a good thing or not but yeah he does seem to be enjoying himself yeah it's a because it's a competent character unlike george who's all like gary gary you gotta help me where he gets to be like someone who's like knows exactly who he is and seems to quite like who they are but yeah i uh i did appreciate it I mean, his character description, selfish, perverted, and hot-headed. Yeah. <laughs> That's the character. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. In a wheelchair, gets the hot coffee poured on his lap, and he's like, not sure if you uh, noticed this, buddy, but the, um, this thing attached to my ass is not exactly, you know, like, uh, for, you know, for aesthetics. Like, And then he gets slapped. Oh, about that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so his character's loud. We're getting the silly voice from Damon Wayans. We're getting the, the homages to Batman 66. So it's very yeah. big. It's colourful. But if you're going to look at the heart of this film, just to shift gears a little bit, we've got Lynn Thigpen as Eleanor Walker, Daryl and Kevin's late grandmother. So that's the impetus. That's what starts them on their crusade first, Daryl. And then his cousin to it's his cousin, isn't it? They're not brothers, cousin. Are they cousins? Yeah, they're, they're brothers. Yeah, no, they're related. I think, I think, yeah, but yeah, I'm not sure if it's actually 
stated but yeah it's daryl's way of coping or his like, like that's it like the last draw for him kevin's just dragged in because he's like my my brother although highly intelligent in one way like in terms of street smarts and stuff is a complete idiot and i need to stop him because he's going to get himself killed so he's dragged into it res daryl goes barreling in in the vein of adam west yeah but it's very much coming from a good place and it starts with yeah. with her passing um, this is a superhero film with a superhero costume. As Blank Man, Darrell wears a red costume and face mask with a white cape made from a curtain along with yellow latex gloves, a remote control watch and utility belt he calls the Blank Belt. Yeah, he puts blank in front of everything except for J5. Well, that's it. R2-D2-esque robot. Yeah, because that's the whole Batman thing, isn't it? Like Batcave, Batmobile. Batcycle, Batcopter, Batboat. Yeah, everything. Batphone. I mean, as a visual, him riding the bike on the train tracks, he adds something unique to to his character, you know, as well as the the costume. So he's he's got the vehicle, which is which is kind of cool. he ends up getting the girl in the end. Which yeah, you know, uh, happy ending. And the the composer on this, there's two credited. There is Miles Goodman and Michael J. Miles Goodman, I know him from Teen Wolf, 1985, yeah. the Michael J. Fox film. I love that yeah. score. That has got such a distinctive score. Um, I'm struggling to think of the Blank Man theme. <laughs> Can you? No, can you I, I just I can only hear. Oh, there's there was the like uh like the rap song like that. Oh, band. that's right, that's right. Because it was the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, not so much the score. Everything else was like sound effects lifted or homaged heavily from Batman sixty six. Yeah, like the and the, that's like it. The, the, the 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 thump hits the dun dun. Yeah, thwack and all the rest of it. <laughs> well, when I when I put this episode together and do the edit, I'll no doubt come across those themes, and and you'll hear yeah. it at the beginning of of this episode. But I just thought this would be a, a fun one for us to do. It's more of a, a little known movie, it seems today. Um, but back in the nineties, we had a handful of Batman films. We didn't have Superman on the big screen. Mentioned we got Blade in 98. There just wasn't a lot of superhero film, TV. And it just felt like, I mean, I guess we did have some TV stuff like Mantis, like some lesser, not good TV things, but there were some things that weren't necessarily a recognized IP. And this was an original thing in itself, but maybe it's because I recognized. Damon Wayne, some other films and TV shows, it just seemed a lot more accessible. And it's something that I'd watch when it was on. And um, yeah, I thought it would be a good thing for us to cover on on the podcast. But I'm curious, Jay, if you're going to rate this movie out of five. I've got to be honest, uh, the nostalgia I used to have for it on this rewatch was, uh, didn't see me through like I hoped it would. Uh, very slapstick his the over the top the nerdiness of uh blank man 
worked against me on this particular rewatch. So I'm going to come in at a two and a two out of five. Ooh, um, it's, yeah, I, I, I did. Yeah, it was like an it's like an hour and a half movie. It's short, but I did find myself checking my watch. Uh, I felt as exacerbated as Greer in this did, like with his <laughs> brother or cousin, like, yeah. like get your ass out there. Like, yeah, I I started to get that, particularly in the middle there. How about yourself? Well, I mentioned I do have nostalgia for this, but I want I wanted to do this review just to get the name out there again. If people have yeah. not seen it, I do think it's worth people checking it out if they haven't seen it, but I wouldn't go as far as saying I'm recommending it. Yeah. So I'm going to come in at a two out of five. I find things to like about, you know, sometimes there's movies that you like, but you know that you like it for whatever reason, but you wouldn't yeah. honestly go to somebody else. I'm recommending yeah. that you watch this. So I'm going to give it a two out of five, but I do have a soft spot for this film, for the cast. Um, and, you know, I grew up watching Batman 66, just like the characters did in the movie. There's definitely things to like about it, but... Yeah, it's not a movie. I'd be going up to someone saying, hey, you absolutely need to see this movie. But um, there we go. Two out of five. Well, that's it for our episode all about Blankman. If you'd like to contact us about this episode or suggest a topic for an upcoming episode, you can find us on Facebook as Sounds Like Comics Podcast. You've been listening to Luke and Jay, the guys from Sounds Like Comics. See you soon.